Hi there. First of all, thank you so much. Because thanks to your support, this podcast was nominated for several Audioverse Awards. The Audioverse Awards celebrate the best in free audio drama around the world. Now that the list of nominees is final, it's time to vote. If you want to help me reach the semifinals, go to audioverseawards.net and vote. I'm nominated as actress under my own name, which is Sigrid Dufremont, so you'll have to look for that in the list. And as a production, The Lesbian Romantic. Now, voting is not that easy. Don't even try it on your smartphone. But if you're willing to sit down in front of your desktop computer or laptop and really help me out, go to audioverseawards.net and vote. Or go to lesbianromantic.com slash awards and you'll find the link there, plus some voting tips. All right, thank you. And let's get started. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is The Diva Story, Part 25. Hannah stared at the bedroom ceiling even though her eyes were burning from exhaustion. Sleep didn't seem to be on the menu tonight. She sighed in frustration and rolled onto her side. Charles was lying so close to her head. The tip of her nose ended up in his thick, black fur. The cat was purring loudly and clearly wanted to stay as close to his owner as possible. Hannah found the sweet spot behind his ear and scratched. Missed me that much, huh? Charles purred even louder, pushing his hand against her hand. Hannah smiled tiredly. At least someone's happy, she thought. She closed her eyes and focused on the sounds and vibration of her pet's happy murmurs. Maybe it would help her fall asleep. Hannah hadn't slept well since she had gotten back from Houston, and that was four long days ago. She had tried everything, from a hot shower to a large glass of whiskey right before going to bed. Hannah squeezed her eyes shut even harder. She took in a deep breath and let it out again slowly. Finally, she groaned and pushed herself up. This is not working. She mumbled to herself as she got out of bed. (laughs) Sorry, Charles. She added, when Charles yelped unhappily and immediately got up too. Hannah picked up her phone from the nightstand. 
She was disappointed to see she had no new notifications. She had hoped for a message from Millie after tonight's show. She and Millie had been sending each other quite a few text messages every day. They had even talked on the phone for the first time yesterday. Hannah had been relieved to hear Millie's voice. The truth was, she really missed Millie. It was ridiculous, of course. Hannah used to be perfectly fine by herself. But after spending several dinners, a hot morning, and a mind-blowing night with Millie, Hannah had to admit she liked being in her company more than being alone. She also liked who she was around Millie. Hannah felt more relaxed, was more open to new experiences, and just seemed to enjoy life more, in general, when Millie was around. Unfortunately, Millie would remain in Houston for another two weeks. Also, it wasn't like they would see each other every day once she got back. Hannah would just have to get used to missing her. She wrapped her bathrobe around herself tightly and sat down on the couch. Her laptop was waiting on the living room coffee table. She knew her inbox still had about 200 unread messages. She might as well use these sleepless hours to catch up on her work. Hannah opened one of Patrick's messages. He had not been amused when Hannah had told him she had skipped most of the appointments he had set up for her in Houston. Good thing he has been with the company for such a long time, or he'd have me nominated for worst CEO of the year. Hannah smirked. And it's a good thing I'm the big boss now or my mother would give me an old-school scolding about setting an example. I really messed up last week. She was typing yet another apology to Patrick. When her phone rang, she looked up in surprise. It was 1.30 in the morning. Who on earth would call her at this hour? Hannah picked up the phone from the table, glanced at the screen, and smiled brightly. It was Millie. She must have just gotten home from work. Hannah had mentioned she could call at any hour. Well, hello, Hannah said with a low voice, trying to sound like one of those smooth late-night radio talk hosts. Looking for a midnight chat? She wiggled her eyebrows. It's me! Millie shrieked. Hannah tilted her head, frowning. She hesitated for a moment. Hey, are you okay? She closed her laptop and pressed the phone closer to her ear. She could hear a door close in the background on Millie's end of the line. Millie? Yes, I'm here. Millie replied, sounding out of breath 
and very upset. What's wrong? Hannah moved to the edge of the couch. She could hear Millie walking around and bumping into things. Where are you? She asked. Home, Millie said. Thank God. A chill ran up Hannah's spine. Something was definitely wrong. What's wrong, Millie? Please tell me, she pleaded. Someone broke the window of my car, Millie said, very panicky all of a sudden. Hannah switched the phone to her other ear. Did you leave anything in your car? Did anything get stolen? If something was taken from Millie's car, it would be easy enough to replace it. Hannah would just calm down Millie and then see what needed to be done. She would take care of this. No, I was in my car when it happened. Hannah got up and started pacing around. Her shoulders felt tight. What do you mean? I mean someone smashed my window while I was sitting in my car. Hannah stopped dead in her tracks. On purpose? She stammered. Yes, on purpose. What window? Hannah asked. She knew the question would seem stupid or irrelevant to Millie. But she was having a hard time understanding what had actually happened. The passenger seat window. He tried to get in. I don't know why, but he came out of nowhere and... Millie started sobbing. Hannah's fingers clenched around the phone. Her legs felt unsteady. Someone smashed your window while you were driving home? She asked as she let herself fall back onto the couch. Yes. No. I wasn't driving. Millie practically screamed. Oh my God, Hannah said. She covered her mouth with her hand. I was in this parking lot, and I heard this crash, and I saw a hand reach for the door handle. Millie said between ragged breaths. Hannah froze. She could taste the bile rising in the back of her throat. Are you safe now? She asked, her voice cool and steady. She was switching into crisis management mode. Millie sobbed loudly. Yes, I'm home. Hannah nodded several times. She wanted to ask if there was any chance the creep had followed Millie home. But she didn't want to scare Millie even more. Is your door locked? She asked instead, in the most neutral tone she could manage. Millie took in a deep breath. Yes, the extra lock too. Good, good, Hannah said. They were both silent for a moment. Hannah's mind was racing. There were no flights out to Houston this late, she assumed. And even if there were, 
It would take her at least four or five hours to get to Millie's place, she guessed. But it still might be her best option. She could call Susie and have her... I was paralyzed at first, Millie said all of a sudden. Hannah straightened up. When you saw him? She asked. When he smashed the window. I was parked by the side of the road and was texting you. Then I saw someone move in the distance. So I decided to get back on the road and go home first, you know. Hannah ran a shaky hand through her hair. She didn't understand why Millie had parked by the side of the road in the middle of the night. But she didn't want to make Millie think she blamed her for what had happened in any way. So Hannah just waited for her to continue. The glass flew all over me, Millie said. Are you hurt? Hannah asked, feeling like an idiot for not asking sooner. What? Millie stammered. Oh, no, no. Okay, thank God, Hannah said. Sorry. Then what happened? I couldn't move. I wanted to, but nothing happened. Millie's voice was sounding more shaky again. Then, when I saw he was trying to open the door, I thought of my parents, and... Millie stopped. Hannah first thought she was crying again, but the line was eerily silent. Hannah fidgeted with the belt of her robe. She wanted to do something, make things better for Millie somehow. But she couldn't think of a single thing she was able to do from here. Somehow, I just hit the gas and drove away. Adrenaline kicked in, I guess. I don't even remember checking if there was someone coming on the road. Hannah held her breath. There were so many ways this could have ended badly. She rubbed her chest. Just breathing hurt all of a sudden. I must have injured his arm pretty badly with all the glass. I guess I need to get that window fixed, Millie said and sighed. Hannah looked down at her bare feet. Yeah. She didn't care the guy got hurt. She wished she could find him and make him pay a hell of a lot more. I guess I should have called the police. Maybe. Hannah pursed her lips. You don't want to? No. What's the point? Millie asked. Maybe he has done this before. Maybe it'll help them catch this lunatic. Millie took in a deep breath. Maybe. I don't know. But not now. No way I'm going back out there. Hannah hated she wasn't in Houston to pull Millie into her arms. She didn't want Millie to go outside again either. She didn't want her to open the door. Not even for the police. She got up again and headed for her bedroom. 
Millie was quiet. Do you think you can sleep? Hannah asked carefully. Millie sighed deeply. I guess I could try. I'm getting into bed, Hannah said. Why don't you do the same? Millie murmured something Hannah didn't quite understand. Just... But she was happy to hear Millie moving around. We can just talk for a while until you're all settled in and sleepy, she offered while she let her robe drop to the floor. Okay, Millie said, barely audible. Hannah crawled into bed and pulled up the covers. Want me to call back in a bit so you can change? No, just give me a sec. Hannah heard the phone being put down, and then a rustle of clothes and what she assumed were Millie's sheets. Okay, I'm in bed. Hannah smiled. Me too. Do you think I overreacted? Hannah shook her head, her heart aching for Millie. No, you didn't. Of course not. I'm still shaking. Hannah grabbed the spare pillow and wrapped her arm around it. I wish I could hold you, she said before she could stop herself. Me too. Hannah bit her lip. Can you stay on the line for a bit longer? Millie asked. Much to Hannah's surprise, her voice was actually sounding much calmer already. Sleepy, even, maybe. Yeah, I'm right here. Good. I like that. A loud ringtone woke Hannah from a restless and fidgety sleep. She blinked a couple of times, feeling disoriented. Her first thought was, where is Millie? Then she remembered Millie was still in Houston. Shit. And she thought of what had happened last night. She grabbed the phone, panic flaring in her chest, and accepted the call. Hello, Millie? The crackling sounds that filled her ear were all too familiar. This wasn't a national call. It was a long-distance call. Shit. Hannah? Her mother asked. Hannah squeezed her eyes shut. Oh, this was bad. Wait, maybe Lucille hadn't understood what she had said. Hi, Mom, Hannah croaked. Who is Millie? Crap. Hannah rubbed the bridge of her nose. She would have to pretend she hadn't heard the question. Mom, why are you calling so early? It's 9 a.m., Hannah. What? Hannah peeked at the screen of her phone. The bright light hurt her eyes. Sure enough, the clock in the top corner of the screen said 
8.55. Shit, she mumbled. She threw the covers aside and put the phone back against her ear. I overslept, she told Lucille. Yes, you're late for work, Lucille replied coolly. Susie called you? Hannah asked in surprise. No, Lucille said. I called the office first, and you weren't there. Why did you call? Hannah asked gruffly. She walked into the living room. It doesn't matter. I think it's best if we have a chat. A real chat. Hannah had picked up her laptop from the coffee table. Now she was standing in the middle of the living room with the computer in one hand and her phone in the other. What do you mean? Lucille chuckled. It means I'm coming to New York this week. Hannah's jaw dropped. What? You sure know how to make your mother feel welcome for a visit, dear. I'm sorry, I just didn't know you were coming. That's because I wasn't, but now I am. Hannah chewed on her lower lip. Her mother was flying back to New York City to check up on her. Fantastic. Mom, I'm fine, she said. No, you are not. Lucille replied, actually sounding genuinely worried. Really, I am. I just didn't sleep well. She didn't know what else to say. And you're waiting for Miss North to call you. Hannah stiffened. She was attacked last night. I was just worried about her. Is she okay? Yes, I think so. Someone smashed the window of her car while she was parked somewhere in the middle of the night. She was really upset, so I stayed on the line until she finally fell asleep. Hannah shut her mouth abruptly. She was rambling, and she had just told her mother way too much. Fuck. She called you? In the middle of the night? Lucille asked slowly. Hannah was still standing in the middle of the room. The laptop seemed to become heavier every second. Yes. Look, I need to hurry to get to work, Mom. I have an important meeting at ten. At least it was true. Hannah was glad she didn't have to lie to stop her mother questioning her. Very well, Lucille said. We'll talk about Mildred North when I get there. Hannah swallowed slowly. Her mother wasn't going to let this go. And Hannah was a horrible liar. It would take Lucille exactly two minutes to make Hannah confess she had slept with Millie. Oh, God. Oh, 
And maybe you should ask Miss North to join us for dinner during my stay, Lucille added. Hannah almost dropped the laptop. This was part 25 of The Diva Story. Oh, some more big news. We have a new family member. Say hi. Millie, say hi. <laughs> no, do not destroy the microphone. Yep, that's a kitten. You can find the full story on the Behind the Scenes blog. And if you go to audioversewards.net, you can help me reach the semifinals of the Audioverse Awards. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next week. What do you think, Millie? Are we going to win an award? Hmm? Are you going to vote? Mwah. Can you say meow? No? No meow? Not on command? No. Can you purr? Come on, Millie. Millie, stay away from the microphone. We're done for the week. Welcome to the Bells and Whistles Theater. Step inside and follow me into an enchanted realm of sound. It would be my privilege to welcome you to the Bells and Whistles Theater today. Go to the Patreon membership page and see if there's a seat available. Patreon.com slash lesbianromantic.